All right. Going live in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode six of Drawing About the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm Jace Garcia. I'm joined with Sean Scanlon, Joe Aguirre. Like always, let's get down into it. We had a very, dis- the Giants had a very disappointing week. Uh, I-, I mentioned it last week. There was a lot of false hope. We played, the Giants played, the Bucks got a win. Then the terrible Redskins looked, made the Giants look really, really good. Everyone had hope. All three of us picked the Giants to pull out the win against the Vikings. But Kirk Cousins just threw all over the place. Uh, finally decided to start using Adam Thielen. And then Dalvin Cook was just a beast. The The defense looked so, so bad. And then on top of that, we the Giants got injuries. And Wayne Gallman got hurt. It was just a big mess. And all that hope just got flushed down the drain. Yeah, definitely a lot of missed opportunities. <clears throat> um, Daniel Jones with that uh, playing the first quarter, we had Sterling Shepard uh, wide open down the sideline, and he just misses him by a yard or two, which could have easily been a touchdown. And then uh, Daniel Jones, the throw to the back of the end zone to Sterling Shepard later in the game in the second half, threw it uh, just a little bit too high. Shepard uh, ended up coming down with it, but didn't get his feet down. So just missed opportunities like that against a great defense like the the Vikings, who showed up all game. When you get those opportunities, those two plays, you got to capitalize. You got to punch it in and score. And then uh, just from the defense, 16 missed tackles uh, from the defense this week, which was by far the most in the NFL. Uh, just stuff like that. I understand that we're undermanned with uh, a lot of our linebackers were out uh, injured. But you still you got to be able to wrap up, tackle, bring them to the ground. I understand Dalvin Cook's one of the most elusive backs in the NFL. But still, if you're playing defense in the NFL, you have to be able to tackle. So, yeah, just a lot of missed opportunities, stuff that we didn't capitalize on. Um, Golden Tate, we didn't see a lot of him. He only had three catches for 13 yards. He only ended up playing in 67% of the offensive snaps. So I think that just has to do with just trying to ease him back in the offense. Um his first week back, but I definitely expect to see a lot more of him uh, tomorrow going against the Patriots. Uh, we've been talking about this since before the season started, how tough it was to figure out what this Giants team was going to be. And as you mentioned right up the top, we all sort of believed, plus Kirk Cousins, maybe. <laughs> and, and you know, you, you bring up a good point. Obviously, you know Barkley, you lose Goldman. Shepard, you know, it, this team's kind of beat up going into the Patriots game. Things are looking even more bleak with, with obviously Evan Ingram uh, also out. The, the the offense never really got in sync there. You know, Wayne Goldman obviously came off a pretty good game. Uh, you know, whether that w- would have been a difference maker uh, had he not got knocked out of the game, who knows? Um, Giants obviously have some problems at depth at running back that I mean they really should do something about it because John Hilleman is not an NFL running back at all and um you know the the defense disappointing you know they had been playing really well going into the game against the Vikings you hate this is what I this is what I don't like to see is the the two steps forward one step back and 
unfortunately, I think the Giants are now looking at a two-step forward, now two-step back, because I, I uh, we'll get into this, I'm sure, in a minute, but I think the Giants have been virtually no chance to not be embarrassed by the Patriots. I don't think there's a possibility. This isn't going to be a 17-14 game. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I feel like the Giants aren't uh, in the there's I think there's three tiers of teams in the NFL. There are the Patriots, the Packers, the Elites. Then there's the teams in the middle and then there's the god awful teams at the bottom. The Bengals, uh, you know, the yeah. uh, the Dolphins, the Redskins, Redskins you know, yeah. I think the Giants are somewhere towards the lower bottom of of that second tier. I think anytime the Giants are going to face a top tier team, it's going to be a long afternoon. I think when you get into that middle and bottom, I think the Giants could win some games, which again is why you know this this seems very much like a t- the six and ten kind of season, if that. Well, looking forward to the Patriots game. The Giants always know how to play the Patriots. I see. I feel like. It's always a close game. The Super Bowls, obviously, the Giants came out on top. I mean, I'd be heart miss, heart. I, I I need to mention those, especially going up against the Patriots. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. and yeah. If Landon if Landon Collins holds on to that interception in 2015, uh, we beat them in 2015, and Eli goes to four and one against Tom Brady. So I mean, there's definitely Solid, yeah. definitely Good some point. history there. And in 2015, we had the worst defense in the league. So I saw somebody float. A really stupid idea, but one I feel isn't stupid enough to share on this show. Somebody suggested starting Eli Manning in this game (laughs) with the idea, they said, of maybe he can recapture the magic. And then secondly, so Daniel Jones doesn't get destroyed back there. Um, Because I think this could be the, not that that's even a realistic possibility, obviously, but no. Uh, my concern about Daniel Jones this week against, uh, you know, look, Bill Belichick's had a chance to see this kid now a few times. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure already Bill Belichick knows, you know, what, what it takes to to mess up a Daniel Jones. And I'm pretty sure you're going to see that. I, I think the Giants will have a bad showing. Uh, you, you're right when you say they, they always play the Patriots well. I don't think so. I think this, I love Daniel Jones, but I think Belichick is too good on short rest with all your weapons out. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I mean, the Patriots themselves, like the Giants have a bunch of injury problems. Patriots do as well. Philip Dorsett out. Uh, Rex Burkhead, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, and Patrick Chung. All of is questionable. So we'll see if they'll play, but uh, will Tom Brady be there? Yes. How about Bill Belichick? Yes. Okay, check and check. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the big thing with the Pats though this season, the one thing that's been surprising and why they've been doing so well is their defense, and that's really what has carried them to five and zero right now. And I think the Giants' best. The Giants' offense is a lot better than the defense. That's the best product they're putting out on the field. And Daniel Jones, I think he can. He can, he might be able to do some magic and get something done. I, I'm not the way the Giants always play the Patriots. I'm not gonna say that it's gonna be a blowout. I think it's gonna be close no matter what. 
Whatever the spread is, I think the Giants will cover. Sean, talk some sense into him, please. <laughs> what is he talking about? He's I, almost he almost sounds like he's saying they might have a chance to win the game if I'm hearing that right. Yeah, I think it's just uh being a little nostalgic looking back <laughs> looking back to those 2012 and uh 2008 Super Bowl runs. But I I agree they have played very well against them in the past, but I don't I think that ends here. Uh we're just too banged up and as you had mentioned, I think that Belichick will start to after 3 weeks of tape on Daniel Jones, start to get some tendencies and uh, see what he likes to do. And you could see that this week with a great Vikings defense. They brought the pressure, and it, it was effective all game. So I think that although they haven't given up a passing touchdown uh, this season yet, the Patriots defense, I think that changes this week. I think that Daniel Jones will be able to produce, produce uh, maybe one or two passing touchdowns just because I expect them to be catching up late in the game. But, um, yeah, I don't. I don't see much hope for this game. I think that um, it's a short week. A lot of players are banged up and that you're going against one, probably the best team in the NFL into their place. I just don't expect much. Um, I think Darius Slayton will probably uh, step up, have a bigger game. He looks to be uh, Daniel Jones' favorite target right now, especially with Shepard and Ingram out. I expect him to have a decent game. Um, We'll see if Stephon Gilmore is locked up on him. That will be a tough day, tough matchup. And then uh, this defense – they just they, the pass rush has looked better, and the Pats O line um isn't the best in the league in pass protection. So I like to see them get after the quarterback. Uh, Marcus Golden with four and a half sacks through five games, he's been um a big part of this defense so far. Definitely a big acquisition in the off season, and I think that uh, Dexter Lawrence has shown that he could be a three down lineman for all three downs. He's shown a little bit of a pass rush, and why we selected him at the 17th spot. So I think that it, it will be a blowout, unfortunately. But um, I think it will be good to get the younger guys some reps and in, um, in a game against one of the better teams in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's your best case scenario. I believe the Patriots will score more than 30, and I believe the Giants will finish in the single digits. <sighs> yeah, I know. Uh, I've believed... I've believed a lot. You guys convinced me last week <laughs> that maybe these Giants had a chance. And I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't. I mean, you're talking crazy, Jace. And that's usually my job. That's what I do on this show. Um, it, I think there's a lot to like. I think it'll be. Look, I, I, I think it's a good test for the Giants to go up against the best. Because I think it helps them to sort of figure out where they are and what improvements need to be made. And and sometimes you can learn a lot from a loss. And I think with the offense riding high and knowing what Bill, Belichick's got in store for them, I think it could be it could be just the right thing to take Danny Dimes down a, a notch, you know, and then and then maybe he could really build off of that. That's my hope. But no, I, I don't think the Giants I don't think they have a prayer this week. I think the, it'll be a blowout by halftime, and then it'll be a lot of garbage minutes. You might get your touchdown uh, to Slayton somewhere late yeah. third quarter, uh, but I, I think it's going to be. I, I just can't see this happening anyway. The Patriots, to me, just look outstanding right now. Um, when I mentioned the top tier teams, I, I should mention the San Francisco 49ers, too. I know people don't want to believe in that team. Yeah. Uh, they can get after the quarterback, though. For Oh, sure. For real. Richard Sherman was like, you know what? If you didn't believe in us, don't believe in us now. 
And uh, Richard, I don't. <laughs> but uh, I will acknowledge that they are 5-0. and I just think, uh, you know, again, for the Giants, all I've ever wanted out of this season was was uh, to feel like week to week that they're improving, that they're that they're getting things down. And and obviously when you're when you're besieged by injuries, you know not everybody's the Yankees. Not everybody yeah. can overcome. You know you're, you're talking about some of your best guys right now are out for this game. Most of Daniel Jones' main weapons and even their backups are out of this game. It, it's this is too tall a task. All right, you're saying I'm talking crazy, which is definitely true. But this craziness has led to me being our total pick leader. Yeah. 49. You're not wrong. You're talking about 49ers. You both picked the Browns last week. I was the one who picked the Niners. May I say why? I did it because Odell Beckham scored four points the week before in fantasy, and I thought, well, he's due. He's due for a monster game. Jeez. And he scored five points this week. <laughs> I hate Odell Beckham now. He's to be my favorite player. This is a, yeah. That's the first jersey I bought for my son. Now I want to burn it. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, as far as picks went, I was nine and six. Joe one game behind, eight and seven. Sean seven and eight. Very very close. Uh, total, I'm forty nine twenty eight one. Joe's. 46, 31, and 1. Sean, 41, 36, and 1. You make some ground, getting back. Still a lot that's, of football left. You're over, you're over 500. That's, that's something to be proud of. A lot of, yeah. yeah, a lot of football, a lot of football left, like you said. I'm, a, I'm more of a second half, second half team. So. Oh, okay. great, because I'm a first half guy. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the big game <laughs> tomorrow night. We, we, we spoke about it. I'm taking the Giants. <laughs> I said this. I said this weeks ago. I said this weeks ago. I said even when the Giants go to the Patriots, I'm picking the Giants. I pick with my heart, not my head, and it, it's it's worked out. So I'm going the Giants here. If you would have picked against the Giants every week, you would be like 55 and 20. <laughs> You'd be like hey. the Swami, dude. Hey, we're not complaining. That's that's better. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's what's keeping us around. Um, yeah, I love the enthusiasm, Jace. Uh, <laughs> I love that you're behind this team as as well as I am. But I just like you said, Joe, too tall of a task this week. Um, yeah, I expect the Patriots to win this one easily at home. Um, I will do the show next week naked if the Giants <laughs> win. We could bleep it out or whatever, but I'll sit here naked if the Giants pull off the upset. There's no way. There just is no way. I'd love it to happen. A nice 17-14 last second would be great, but it can't happen when the Patriots score 42. You know what I mean? All right, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Whew. then for the Sunday games, Panthers at Bucks. This one's a tough one. Uh I mean, the, the Bucks have that explosive offense when Jameis Winston decides he wants to throw to Mike Evans. Didn't even get a target last week. So uh, it, it's tough. And the Panthers have looked really good with uh, Allen at the helm. I'm going the Panthers. They are the fifth best uh, fantasy-wise uh, defense as well. So I think defense will get it done and the Panthers get it done on the road. Yeah, their defense has been playing good. 
<clears throat> they haven't lost yet with Kyle Allen at the helm. Um, he's been able to ride him on to undefeated uh, record so far with him. So I think that – and I don't see the Bucks beating the Panthers twice in the matter of a couple weeks. Um, they just beat them a couple weeks ago on Thursday Night Football. So I don't see that carrying over. Um, yeah, I think that the Panthers win this uh, this London matchup. Um, I just got to respond to a, a Facebook message. I said 6-10 and 10 Giants, like best case scenario. I'm not drunk. <laughs> Four and twelve is what I've been saying all along. Five and eleven, best case scenario, just so everybody's clear. Um, could be better than that. And I can't be naked. We'll just bleep it. That's all. <laughs> I don't know why people don't think I could do it. I'd be uh, happy to. I don't want to hold you to that, though. You don't have to hold me to it. <laughs> and also, just so you know, I believe in Jameis Winston. I don't know why. I'm, you know, I just, I don't know why. He's a liar, so he's not someone you should believe normally. But there, I just feel like this Allen kid has good games. I don't know if they're really, I don't know if he's really, is he winning games? Doesn't feel like it. Yeah. So I feel like Jameis Winston, maybe he'll even throw a pass or two to O.J. Howard. That'd be great. On my fantasy team, yeah, maybe, yeah, <laughs> not getting any kind of targets either. Uh, yeah, no, I, I feel good about the Bucks this week. It's a home game; they have to win some games. I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be one of those games. Okay, the London game, nine thirty a.m. Oh, even better. Yeah, that's right, the London game. All right. Yep. Then the Seahawks go to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Baker Mayfield. Everyone's talking. Smack about him. He is not doing well. He is not doing good. He to me is another coming of Johnny Manziel. Ooh. He 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 he's just isn't living up to the hype. And uh, I'm I understand that his uh, offensive line isn't that good, and he he is having to scramble, and he is he he's getting pressure at him. But still, dude, you have so many weapons. You got to make something work. And, uh, I mean, the Seahawks, tough defense. I expect Jadavian Clowney to be in Baker Mayfield's face all day. Seahawks get it done on the road. So, last week, uh, we had mentioned that the 49ers front was going to be a lot to handle for that Browns offensive line who's been struggling a lot so far. And I think that will continue this week against the Seahawks with uh, Jadavian Clowney, like you mentioned, and Ziggy Anza, a couple good pass rushers. But... Like I said about the Texans a couple of weeks ago, I feel like it's they're just going win-loss every week, and that's actually the way it has worked out for the Browns to start the season. So right now at 2-3, and three, uh, that will go to a win this week, and I expect them to win at home uh, against the Seahawks in a tight one down the stretch. Wow. All right. Uh, Russell Wilson is playing at an MVP level right yes. now. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. I sat him this week for Kyler Murray. <laughs> And that was stupid. I'm just going to say it. It was a stupid thing to do. I had a feeling and I was wrong. However, I just picked up Jarvis Landry in a trade this week in my fantasy league to go along with Odell Beckham. So as you can imagine, I will expect an even worse game from Baker Mayfield. (laughs) No catches to either of those guys uh, as the Seahawks pounce all over the Browns. Yeah, the Browns stink. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield's in big trouble there, and I think this season's going just as I thought it was going to go for the Browns, where 
it's going to be like a six and tenner and no playoffs and everyone hates Baker again. Yeah. I've never liked Baker. So. <laughs> I, know, I just mean everybody. Cause yeah. there are some that like him now. I think we can all yeah. get back to where we used to be where no one liked Baker. Yeah. And I mean, especially them taking uh miles Garrett get going out. Definitely hurts them. Yeah. Even more. Uh, then we got the Texans at the Chiefs. Chiefs, tough loss to the Colts last week in prime time. No one was expecting that to happen. Uh, they're going to bounce back, and they're going to beat the Texans at home. I think this will be a very high-scoring game, two, oh, yeah. two of the best offenses in the NFL. So I think it has a chance for both teams to be in the 40s, maybe even the 50s when we get to the end of this game. Just not a lot of great defense being played and a whole bunch of scoring. But I think that the Chiefs will pull it out um, late in this one, and I expect them to win by probably a touchdown. Deshaun Watson is awesome. And... I also didn't think that it was possible the Chiefs could possibly lose a primetime game like that to the Colts. And for that reason, I believe that the Texans are going to pull off the big win. They're going to upset the Chiefs. All right. Okay. That's all right. Then. I feel like you want to say something. <laughs> you want to take a shot at me? Go right ahead. I mean, Sean just mentioned how the Texans are win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Yeah, and they they just won. Uh, I, I definitely think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. If you are yeah. a betting person, you're going to take the over in this. Mm -hmm. But, I mean. What are the chances the Chiefs losing back-to-back -back home games? Right? Low. Yeah. Low. But I think it's going to happen. All right. I don't hate the pick. I, th I think it will be a very close game. I just think that the Chiefs, though, are going to be mad about it last week, and they they want to prove it this week that they're going to put up a whole bunch of points against a not-great uh, Texans defense. I mean, the Colts won that game because it was a defensive game. The Texans yeah. need to win that game in a shootout. And yeah, Colts had a great I'm taking Patrick Mahomes in a shootout yeah. 10 out of 10 times. Uh, then we got the number one overall pick bowl as the mm -hmm. redskins go to miami to take on the dolphins the winner is eliminated from the number one overall pick uh the dolphins are atrocious the best thing they have going for them is strippers at their tailgate <laughs> uh the redskins just fired jay gruden uh, I think there is a little bit of a rally, a comeback, a get behind the new coach, and they get the win in Miami. Yeah, I don't think the Dolphins uh, have enough talent to hang around really with anyone in this league. While I do think it will be close because both teams are pretty poor, uh, the Redskins defense I think will just be too much for the Dolphins offense, um, and I expect them to win in a very ugly game. I'm going to pick the Skins. Well, this is definitely – the worst game <laughs> I have to pick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, who's less terrible? You know, do you give it to Miami because they're at home? And obviously Washington is such a disaster and a dumpster fire uh, that they let Jay Gruden go. Uh, Bill Callahan, interim coach. He's always been kind of a dope, I feel like. I don't know. I got Miami winning this one. All right. I mean, it may be the only one they win, yeah. but I think they're going to pull it out this week. All right. 
I mean, that would take uh, Tua away from him. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think both these teams are looking to lose at this point, really. Yeah. I mean, I don't get that number one overall pick. I don't think much people will be viewing into this one this weekend. No, definitely not America's game of the week. No. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, the Eagles go to Minnesota. Vikings obviously off the win in New Jersey against our New York football giants. Uh, I, I like the way they looked. I think they looked really well. I think they will carry that uh, into home against the Eagles. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, it took Adam Thielen going on Kirk Cousins' podcast to realize that Adam Thielen is a great wide receiver. So uh, in honor of Leif Erickson Day today, I'm taking the Vikings at home. I like the Vikings in this one. <clears throat> the Eagles secondary isn't one of the best in the league, so I expect the Vikings to continue to attack the passing game like they did against the Giants and uh, throw the ball downfield to Thielen and Diggs. Expect them to have big games. And um, I just, yeah, I think the Eagles coming off um, a win against the Jets, I think they might be feeling a little bit too high. Um, going into Minnesota, a tough place to play. So I think it will be a close game, but I think that the Vikings will continue um, the passing attack, and Dalvin Cook will obviously, I think, will have a big game. So I think the Vikings win late in this one. I'm, I'm so torn on this because I think to myself, the Vikings, uh, you know, obviously just beat down the Giants. What are the chances of them beating another NFC East team this week? To me, it just seems like they would they would beat a team that they're supposed to beat. Are the Eagles a good team? I've heard people argue that they're the best team in the NFC East. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really Probably. torn on this game. I hate the Eagles, mm -hmm. but I really hate the Vikings too. So I'm going to pick the Eagles. All right. The Eagles, that would also be... Oh, no, they played the Jets last week. My bad. I was thinking back-to-back -back. NFC North wins, but... Yeah, they beat the Packers week before that. Yeah, so, I mean, that was on the road, too. So, mm. they're used to the cold up there. So, that might play an, a part in this game. Then, heading down south where it's going to be very hot. The Saints go to Jacksonville to take on Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars. The Saints are rolling with Teddy Bridgewater. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't see the train stopping. Gardner Minshew's the man. He's all great and dandy. But, man, the, the Saints just look really good, regardless mm -hmm. of who their quarterback is. So I'm taking the Saints to get it done on the road. Yeah, they opened up the playbook for Teddy uh, last week a little bit. Um, starting to throw the 